Hello everybody, it's Brian Kluger and I've got a special episode of No BS Podcast for you all. Matt Mungle, Preston Barta, Susan Kamyab-Stevens, and myself, Brian Kluger, are talking about award season. All your favorite movies are up for awards and we're going to discuss on this episode all about that. It's gonna be fun. Stay tuned and enjoy. Bullshit! Welcome, everybody. This is our award show. It is December 16th. I'm so excited. It's the holiday season. Everybody's very happy with all the movies that are coming out. Maybe, maybe, but I'm Brian Kluger. I'm joined by Susan Kamyab Stevens, Preston Barta, and the one, the only, the Oklahoman himself, Matt Mungle. How's everybody doing today? Good. Good morning. <laughs> I feel like this is the closest I'm ever going to get to being on the WWE. That <laughs> 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 you might be, you might be. You don't oh. need coffee when you have Brian. <laughs> exactly. No, true. It's, I feel it's like true. I should stand up. He, he adds the <laughs> the caffeine in the morning, but I haven't. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> Bringing that energy to the award season, which we all love to talk about. Love it or hate it, it's a war. It's the award show. Uh, we're all part of the amazing Critics' Choice Association. The award show's coming up January 15th. It's going to be live, televised live on the CW January 15th. And the nominations have been released. And we have something to say about this. So... I guess I'll start with Susan. Susan, the overall one to two sentence thought about these nominations. Happy, sad, angry, scared. What what is it? No, overall, I am happy because I think a lot of people that should be included are in there. I I know I feel like I'm being a dead horse with this, but I, I think some of the categories outside of the best picture because i understand best picture having uh, more nominees i don't think we need quite as many nominees in the category because i know who i would cut from Mm -hmm. like best director it'd be really easy for me to narrow that down to like six even but that that's probably my biggest like qualm is let's maybe but then at the same time we may not have the the nominees that i would want in there but i don't know it's like a double-edged sword so does everyone agree is it is it too many nominations per category coming in with mostly six noms per category instead of the usual five what do you think preston i think five or six is a is a good area that's a like what susan said especially with uh, outside of best picture i think best, uh, best picture has become more comfortable over the past 10 plus years since uh, the dark knight <clears throat> that you could have more than five in there. Although I would like, I think it would give us a lot more credibility if we could uh, knock it down and get it down into that area. But uh, yeah, like she said, I think I just, I feel like six would be a, a sweet spot for us. Cause it would just yes. add that one more that, um, that the Academy has. So I think 
um, if they if they could cut that like directors. I think there's ten nominations yeah. for that, and I don't think it needs to be that high. All right, Matt Mungle, are you gonna tip this scale? Are you gonna you you gonna agree, or are you gonna you gonna go a separate way on this? No, I hundred percent agree, and I think Preston hit it too that uh, it's just you know how does it make us look if we're gonna be credible and be this upscale show, having everybody included, it's like you know. I don't know. It just kind of waters it down a little bit. But Susan makes a great point that I would rather have six nominees than my nominee not been in there. So <laughs> it is a double-edged sword. It's like you know, come on. But in a you know, in a year of three-hour movies, it almost makes sense that we have a huge list of mm -hmm. categories. But overall, yeah. I'm I'm I have no issues with what's in there. I do just think it's a little meaty. Yeah, it is a yeah. It is a little meaty, I w but I wonder if, you know, for the Critics' Choice, if it's one of those examples of if we have more nominees, we get to bring more people to the show. Is that I'm kind of what I'm we're sure going that's for? What yeah. it is. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. And like I said, I, it's not an easy decision to make on the people who have yeah. to make these decisions. And I'm sure they have rhymes and reasons of everything that's going on with the award show and i just have to you know trust the powers that be that they know what they're doing and so do you think this is the biggest year for the critics choice awards uh being you know the stuff with the with the golden globes happening and uh all the other award show do you think this is the biggest year to show who we are no i think that was last year honestly because the year I, I would say last year was the first year golden globes wasn't even televised so that was like the big year for us to shine and i think we did but like to shine and be like all right here we are we're getting televised we had big stars there and it was a really great show honestly last year was a wonderful show so i think that mm -hmm. was like i mean this is just keeping up momentum in my opinion it, it might be I would say it has to be more competitive because we're trying to get them to come to our award show and see our award show. So now it's just because both of them are active. They have to I don't, not necessarily choose, but it just seems like which one do they see as more commendable, I guess. Right, right. Uh, I agree. So let's let's kind of go through these nominations real quick. Uh, I want to start with best song and best score. We've got the usual heavy hitters here, returning champions, John Williams, of course, Michael Giacchino, Alexandre Desplat. And then for best song, Susan, your girl, Lady Gaga. What do you think? That's are, my are, vote. Is That's that, all is that I your vote? about. Oh God, yeah! I was uh, hands down. It's going for for me. It's going to uh, Lady Gaga. Hold my hand. You you don't you don't want the R R R song. You don't want you don't want that to happen. I haven't watched that yet. I'm going to. Oh my God, Susan! <laughs> Three hours of insane cinema and a musical. Oh, you know yeah. what? Thank you, Preston. I had no desire to watch RRR, but I wanted to watch it because it got so many nominees. And Brian is right. I have never been, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie have as much explosive con. I, I don't even know how to explain this movie to people. It is, it's, it's insane. This it is, is one is movie. Mind blowing. Yeah. You want to see this in like the IMAX with a crowded audience because it's just, you haven't seen anything on. A spectacle like this in the theater before 
And then there's like a musical part to it. Like it's crazy. It is, I'm it is mad. insane. It is Did you like it, man? it on my phone? And when I started watching it on my phone and I was like, if this thing looks as amazing on my phone. And so then I went ahead and watched some more of it on, on in the movie room. And I was like, I, I this is, a I don't know how they did this. This was just like, it is insanity. It really is. But I don't think it's going to win best song. I think we're kind of digressing a little bit. I like the, the Chow Papa song. That to me, me was a that, powerful song in the moment of the film was just incredible. Yeah, I could see that winning, honestly. So I don't know. That would that would be great. But I would I would hope that Lady Gaga would be at the award show this year in the U.S. So Susan would get her dream to meet Lady Gaga in person. Well, I'm not going, so it doesn't matter. Lady Gaga was there our award show when uh, Star is Born was there. Mm -hmm. so she was there. That's cool. And uh, for best score real quick, is it is it going to go to a usual heavy hitter or do you think somebody I for like Batman? <laughs> that would be awesome. I would. That's my personal favorite choice but i would be also very happy with pinocchio getting that one too i just think that score is fantastic mm -hmm. yeah I agree. Agreed. that would be awesome uh best foreign language film is there uh anything like i i mean i've seen all of these uh oh, you saw all you of them already wow you seen Argen argentina yeah they sent that mm -hmm. well yeah this yeah. is it's been hard to watch all but, of them this Oh, go ahead. No, no. I, I was wondering if y'all had a favorite out of that category. I guess well, decision down to for leave. me now. Yeah. Decision to leave was pretty good, but I, I'm, I'm gonna watch RRR, and I, I would probably imagine probably. that's gonna win because that's in the best picture category. So clearly, it has a. With whenever the foreign film is in the best picture category. It's very likely going to win the best that 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 category. So that would be my guess. Yeah. What wait? So Brian, you've seen all of them. What are you voting for? Oh, I'm go I'm going for RRR. Man, that movie's insane. It's got to be RRR. It's it's That's probably it's gonna win. Did you watch Bardo? I did watch Bardo. How was that? I know it's really long. It is very long. I, I liked it. You know what? Because I really like Decision to Leave because, you know, yeah. you and I saw that together. Yeah. But I, because that was a close first runner up, but then RRR, and I actually liked uh, Bardo better than Decision to Leave. Really? Decision to Leave is. But what? What'd you say, Susan? Oh, I was just a Decision to Leave was good. I didn't watch Bardo yet, so I don't know okay. what we're going to say. It's good. And Matt, what what was your pick? Oh, RRR, hands yeah. down. Yeah, yeah I, I think mean, that was kind of going back and forth between a couple, but there is no way that I could vote against that one. Yeah. Now, there's just no way. Preston, Susan, when you watch RRR, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, I don't want to hype it up too much because I went into it going, it was hyped to me only because everybody I know is talking about it. And then it's showing up on everybody's awards ballot. I'm like, something's going on with this film. I have to watch it. And I didn't know it was three hours long until Susan texts me and goes, F, this thing's three hours long. <laughs> like, All right. Well, I'm going to watch it then in installments, but it, it's like, it's just, it's so much. It's just, it's crazy. So now I know why it's on everybody's list. Good. And I'm glad you watched it on a, an iPhone. <laughs> no, I started it on my phone, I, but I was like, no, I, this thing needs, 
This thing deserves the biggest screen in the Matt, in the did house. you finish it? No, I still haven't finished it. Um, and that's what I mean. I'm still like, I'm watching it in installments, but what I have watched, I've now watched over half, more than half. Um, but you, you, all you need is the first 45 minutes of this film mm -hmm. to know what you're getting. It's insane. It really is insane. Yeah, it's good. Uh, all right, best animated feature. Preston, is this the year Pixar loses? Yes. Yeah, yes, this is, is an easy one. The, the the two best ones on there are the top two. Um, and I'd be happy with either one of them, but I would say Pinocchio. Pinocchio, Pinocchio, it's on there. Uh, I did Matt. like Puss in Boots, though. That was really yeah, fun. Yeah, same, same. Person. Puss in Boots was surprisingly amazing. I liked <laughs> yeah. it. I liked Puss in Boots a lot. Matt, our returning champion of hatred for animated movies, what do you think? <laughs> um, you know, I, I agree. I mean, I've, I've always liked that whole Shrek franchise. Everything they've done with the Shrek out of Shrek, which Puss in Boots comes from, is fantastic. And I've always loved Puss in Boots. And that was my front runner until I rewatched and watched again Pinocchio on the big screen. And I was just, I was torn because is this really, I know it's a, it's a very amazing form of animation, but it's a different animation. It's almost like, I, I don't know. So I guess if it's in the category, I got to vote for Pinocchio. It's, it's pretty, pretty damn good. I like yeah. it, but All I'm right. not going to be mad if the cat takes it. Oh no, Puss in yeah. Boots would be great. Or I mean, or A24 Marcel, it would be awesome as well. I would be upset if Turning Red got it. Be very upset. Yeah. It's so all right, the the category best comedy. So this is in all of these movies are kind of comedies. I mean, one is more so than the rest, but I don't understand why Jackass 4 is not in the best comedy category here because <laughs> it is so great. But best comedy is this. Do Are we happy about this category or is this kind of like, oh, uh, this is just fun? Oh, or just this fun. I was happy about this category because bros was in there. Yeah. You yeah. really like that movie, right? Oh, I loved it. I will definitely be voting for bros. I wish with the best comedy. Now, I don't know what's going to win, but I like movies like bros and the unbearable weight of massive talent being in there because I think those are the more like those are the kinds of comedies I want in this category, not necessarily the the ones that are going to be nominated for best picture. Right. Uh, I like that that's why this comment this category was made i think for the movies that don't stand a chance to be even nominated for best picture so i would i would like for bros to win because it's that's it's laugh out loud hilarious like so. right there should be a rule like if you do best comedy it can't be also for best picture right right like mm. this we got three of those gonna, in there but then but, you're gonna have to do that for animated feature and foreign language film as well yeah i mean I guess that's, but it's just like, they're not going to, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I feel like it's a way to make. It's Yeah. Um, it's a way to kind of open things up and they're not, it, it, you don't have like confess Fletch in there or something else mm -hmm. like that. That feels like it's very much on its own in that comedy category, but yeah, you're not going to weave its way in there because it's not considered an awards movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I got to tell you, I'm not sure I laughed a lot during Banshees of Inisherin. 
Well, I, I don't do. remember just busting out I laughing do. at any point. <laughs> Did you understand I it? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was, a, a, I, I like it. I love the the premise of the film and, and there's things about it I'd liked and didn't like, but I would never consider that a comedy. Us putting it in comedy, that's a Golden Globe move right there. Right. Ooh. Banshees was sad. Banshees was sad to me. I mean, yeah, it there's so many... There were so many points where that movie was depressing as like heck. Like I just I couldn't believe it that we put that in best comedy. Yeah. Like next to the that that's an easy that's one right there. Take out Banshees. That is not a comedy. Everything else I can understand, but no, not Banshees. That's a severely dark comedy. Yeah. I mean, if a movie has a couple of scenes that make you chuckle, doesn't make it a best comedy. It's like no. Susan said that I think this category should be reserved for true comedy in fact as much as i hate the the franchise i'd rather see jackass in there than banshees yeah. and sheeran me too that's, no, that totally fits the, that fits totally. the category and i, I would go as far as to say that the movie barbarian was just as funny if not <laughs> funnier than banshees well exactly. yeah it was yeah, or it put was. the al yankovich movie in there yes yeah, fire definitely. Fire Island, all of these, there's, they're all, those are comedies. Like that's mm -hmm. the, the whole reason you make that. And I just feel like best comedy gets gypped a little bit more so than best foreign language and best animated feature, because at least the ones that deserve that, like best animated, like Pinocchio, even if for some reason Pinocchio got nominated in the best picture category, we know it's going to win best animated feature it's just getting recognized and as a best picture. So like, I don't know. I just feel like, like a movie like bros or unbearable weight or even jackass Four. all of those, those are the kinds of movies I'd rather see win best comedy than the others. Yeah. Completely agree. CCA. If you listening, <laughs> let's make a rule, new rule. Movies that nominated for best picture can also not be nominated for best comedy. Cause we want movies like bros in there. Yeah. So thank you. All right. All right. Moving on. Best visual effects. Avatar. What? I haven't seen Avatar yet to make a fair judgment here. I would go. No, I I, I would actually put Avatar and best animated feature, but that's just me. <laughs> Where is the line there? Uh, but I would go as far to say as probably Black Panther would probably get my vote. Oh, God, for that. no. No? What's so bad about I thought Black Panther was a good choice. For visual effects? Man, there's well, so many parts in I there mean, where it looked really bad. I mean, I, I think it's going to go to Avatar anyways. This is like avatars that's what their main marketing is their visual effects so i can't imagine it's it, going to go in everything everywhere could come out of nowhere too right but when you're watching like the hot dog fingers and everything else like that doesn't look particularly great but and then top gun maverick i was like i i my mind went well wait i watched the bonus features on the blu-ray disc for top gun it seemed like everything was mostly real <laughs> Very right. they, they, they have a better shot at cinematography since they like created rigs to put inside yeah. the cockpit for shooting and right. because the batman's not in there for cinematography for some reason it has a pretty good shot which is crazy to me so best visual effects matt who's winning well, the fact that uh, there's a few times in Avatar you can see the zipper in the back of the suits. Uh, what? You can, go. <laughs> can you really? 
No, I'm just uh, oh, oh I love when Susan believes it. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but I knew Matt hasn't seen that one. It's yet, Man in Suit, like the old Godzilla movies, basically. Yeah. I haven't. I have a feeling Avatar is going to win. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't rightly judge. But I don't know. I would. I would say either. I don't know the Batman. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm not really good at visual effects. I don't really. It's know gonna what to go to for. Avatar. It will probably go to Avatar. Yes. Yeah. Regardless of what I say, I'm sure that's who's gonna get it. It'll they created a whole whale and world. So, again, uh, did did okay. did a uh, Titanic win best visual effects that year? Yeah. Yeah, it won like all eleven, I think. Okay. Then Avatar so, can win. All right. Yeah. So yeah, the visual Brian, effects. Brian's very wrong. Avatar is great. Um, we'll have that steel cage match, Preston. We 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 will get into okay. that. We'll table yeah, it. We will table it. But yeah, <laughs> it, it it's not. I'll great. hit you with that table. <laughs> you, I'll go. Th- I'll I'll sabu you you through a coffee table, and by sabu I mean I'm gonna put him through a coffee table, power bomb style. Um, let's move on to best hair and makeup. Uh, is this is this the whale? Is this Elvis? Is this Batman? Babylon? Where 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 is it going? Either the this whale or Batman. You think so? I would say the whale or Batman. I mean, really? uh, Colin Farrell and Batman. Colin is, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Even it, more it, so than what about Black Panther? I thought that was a lot of what, hair. What is your thing with Black Panther? Um. <laughs> it's got like good hair and makeup. That, that had a lot of it. I, think I would more... I would say Colin Farrell for makeup, hands down. Like that, he was basically unrecognizable. He was so good in that. Yeah. And yeah. the makeup looked really good. I mean, Elvis looked great too, but I think, yeah, the prosthetics on Penguin and Batman is fantastic. I'll probably vote the Batman, but I just, I don't know. I just feel like people are going to vote. I'm, are we picking what we're going to vote or what people yeah. are going to vote? I, I guess you could both. do both, but I'm going with what I feel should win. And what, what do you think should win? Out of those, I don't know. It's it's a toss up between the whale and the Batman. Um, I I could see them picking the whale just because it's such a major part of the entire movie, and and Colin Farrell, as natural as he looks, he's only in it for like seven minutes. So, but it's a hell of a performance, though. <laughs> it it is. But uh, you, also, so, yeah. you also have to weigh the fact that for best uh-huh. hair and makeup. In the whale, they had to do one person, and some of these films they had to do multiple people. Right. So, right. is it easier just to focus on okay, we made one person in the whale for hair and makeup, but in the Batman, you had several characters. Elvis, you had a couple of characters, and I, I agree, the whale is, is amazing for hair and makeup. I just wonder though, is it should we give it to the Batman because it's also so they put Robert Pattinson's eyes and everything in his wet hair. I don't know. It's more costume to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what, what, what do you think? Like something like Thor, Love and Thunder should have been in Best Hair and Makeup. No, really? Um, yeah. Mm. No, I mean not not a, not more than anything else that's in here. Okay. I mean not not enough to kick anybody out, and definitely not enough to add a seventh. Okay, oh, God, a seventh no. one. <laughs> okay. Just just asking. And I actually right. like Babylon. I think Babylon did a great job with hair and makeup. Yeah. Yeah. That old timey stuff. Old timey stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, all right. Costume design. I always like costumes. Costumes are super fun. It's one of my favorite things to see if I go to like a movie museum or costumes because the intense detail that goes into it. Is there anything in costume this year that y'all like? Babylon. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, there's, some, there's some really good costumes in Woman King, Babylon, Elvis. Um, Black Panther always has a very majestic. Ruthie Carter is always a, does a great I mean, job. Black Panther won the year when it was mm-hmm. nominated for the first film, so it stands a good chance there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Elvis Elvis had some really good costumes in there too, though that I could see mm-hmm. stood out. Yeah, but all I they had know, to really do was kind of replicate what was done in the past. It seems kind of more creative if they had to make it up as they to fit in line with the tone of the movie yeah interesting interesting uh yeah best costume design i can see it going to any of these really i mean maybe not glass onion for the most part but anything else probably Although yeah. Janelle's uh, Monet's costumes were pretty good, her outfits were good. Yeah, the the, the white outfits are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are pretty good. All right, moving on to some of the top ones. Uh, best editing. So I have to say, with best editing, I think one of the worst edited movies of the year is in this category, and I can't believe it got an editing nom, and that is Avatar. The editing in this movie was just downright awful uh i i don't understand it and i don't even understand why elvis is in here either um agreed <laughs> but the, the, those two is like how did we miss out on some of the other edited movies like the batman i don't know but yeah. I, it, in in here for my pick for editing it has to go to top gun uh yeah. for me i would say so too Yes, I would pick Top Gun for sure. Uh, that was so well edited. Uh, but I want to second you, Brian, on Elvis because that was probably one of my least favorite parts of the movie was the mm-hmm. editing. It was obnoxiously edited. So I can't believe it. I can't wait to see Avatar and like see where I'm going to lean, uh, Brian or Preston. <laughs> but... the, editing's, the editing's fine. It's good. I don't, I don't, I do not think it's the worst. (laughs) No, like it just, it, hey, it's all about water. It flows, it flows just fine. I mean, it's in, it's in line with other James Cameron movies. I think it's fine. Mm -hmm. But there's, there's a craft that's involved with doing Top Gun, like how they manage to shoot in the cockpit, shoot out of the cockpit too, and then match everything like that. Like when I go back and watch some of those like aerial, uh, fight sequences they are really good so yeah i would say that one deserves it but babylon like it has a fun but i guess they've already kind of won that award with like la la land like they're very good at with like matching the beat of music and things like that there there's also a skill involved with that but uh yeah i think top gun stands on its own matthew uh yeah the fact that rrr is not in there i'm going with top gun oh. yeah rrr it- I don't know how they edited that thing. 
yeah, I don't, I don't it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, all right, production design. Which what? Which movie looked uh, kind of the best? And you know, the background, the sets, and stuff like that. This is always a fun one to me as well. And Avatar? Are you kidding me? Stop Just a that. green screen. What's happening? <laughs> Why are we no, here? It's it's just like you know when you watch Wally, they had like uh, what's his name, Roger Deakins, come in to do the lighting. Like they still have people that have to they have to work with costume designers to and production designers to get it to look like it. Just it's not just an animator creating all that. So there is art involved with doing that. So you're very wrong, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> But I, ain't. <laughs> but I ain't. Uh, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, other than I, I, Avatar. Matt and Susan, I need y'all to go see this like today. <laughs> I will. I think we're going to watch it next week, like in the middle of the week. That's too long. So I will let you know. <laughs> I I'm just know. going to be sending Preston random yeah, texts throughout gonna, every day. He's going to be torturing me until y'all go. <laughs> but with production design in this one, I have to say it's either Elvis, Fableman's, or Babylon's award. I go Babylon. I go Babylon. I, I would say Babylon, or I'm surprised no Dude, one the, the dungeon. What about everything, everywhere, yes. all at once? I would just say between everything, everywhere, all at once, and Babylon were my top two for this. Really? Everything, everywhere, all at once? Uh, yeah. Explain. Just because there's so many different settings in that film that I figure is a lot of work. Especially when they get to the donut thing and they have like that white hall area. I was like, whoa, where did they get this from? Yeah, there's so much. I I remember thinking the production design was great on that. I mean, I I would, I'm probably going to vote Babylon. I think Babylon's production design was incredible, but you're, you're right. The dungeon, the party, like just the opening scene of the party. But I mean, I thought, I thought, Everything everywhere was really great too. Okay, so Fablebin's definitely not. No, I'm actually surprised. So I I appreciated it, but it's not. It's not strong enough to beat a couple of others. Okay. All right. All right. So Babylon, Elvis, everywhere, all at once. Definitely not Avatar, Preston. (laughs) Let's move on to cinematography and why the Batman is not in here. Even the trailer to the Batman Uh. had more cinematography greatness than some of these movies but i mean roger deacon's empire of light probably the best thing about empire of light besides uh olivia is the cinematography i like that but man top gun maverick my goodness amazing hands down top gun matt matt you know again i'm not really I'm not really good at these categories. I, I would think either Bab- Babylon or Top Gun. Because when you get into production design, cinematography, things like that, I'm, I'm not sure where the lines are. Uh, and I think that's why we get the, the nominees that we get. Because I think a lot of people are like me and they're like, best cinematography. Well, that was pretty, so I'm going to vote for it. Which I know it's more than that. Well, that or they just look at the movies that are in the best picture category and they're like, oh, yeah, which one's the prettiest out of those? Yeah, yeah, they tend yeah. To like, so there's, there's, there's people... never like a movie that's just shot really well that's mm-hmm. on its own it never happens yeah yeah so it's interesting but yeah I, I agree that top gun and babylon were beautiful had beautiful moments to to look at i haven't seen empire of light yet oh it's not good 
<laughs> yeah. That's why I know. That's what I've heard. So. It's, it's it was, pretty it was a long. Struggle. Yeah, it's it's, 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 and I even like Tar. I thought Tar was a very uh, pretty film to watch. I disagree. Yeah, they had that so one. Honey. They had that one shot that was in the classroom. That was one take. That was mm-hmm. probably. That's I mean, good. if you like really focus on it, a lot of a lot went into making that. Right. Yeah, I don't think this is Roger Deakins' year. I really hope it's Claudio for Top Gun. I would be very excited yeah. for that. But yeah, the for the Batman not being on here, do we know why that happened? I I, I feel like I, the first thing when I saw cinematography <laughs> was the Batman. Yeah, right. I think we were even talking about it last year when that same cinematographer, Greg Frazier, won for Dune. We we're like, he's already going to win for Batman next year. And then for it not to be here is just like a, a sin against cinemanity. <laughs> <laughs> the old the cinematography. Yeah. Uh that's good. I like it. All right, best cinematography right there. All right. Adapted and original screenplay starting with adapted screenplay. Matt, what you thinking? Uh, as much as I loved Glass Onion and we'll watch it again and again, um I think and even though I didn't uh, I didn't enjoy the film as much as some people did. I think it's either going to be the whale or women talking. Women talking. Women talking. So I I enjoyed women talking and I enjoyed the whale. I just think because I've watched the whale, I think five or six times. And every time. Yeah, I have. And every time I get so emotional from the script. That's a lot. That's a lot to put yourself through that many times. It's, it's Some people hard. haven't even seen their favorite movie that many times. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Brian, watching the whale, is it is the emotion come from the script or from the delivery? From the script, I just think the script of him reading the uh, the essay, and then especially towards the end, and with her not wanting to accept what's about to happen like that the 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 dialogue there the script is just so good and it just gets me every time i mean the delivery is great too acting wise but the screenplay there oh i love it so much and yes glass onion is super fun but oh man uh i think the whale for me but women talking is also good i'd be very Mm -hmm. excited for that to win as well but the whale oh man just something about it that just strikes a chord with me yeah, I, I agree. I'd be happy with either one of those. I think women talking, just just the conversations they were having and the dialogue yeah. there. I, I I mean, when I watched it, that was like automatically my vote. So I can't really go yeah, it's, any it's 12, it's 12 angry men. Yeah, uh, exactly. So. Yeah. 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 It's good. Well, I would be happy with any of that. Um, original screenplay, I feel like the hands down one is the Banshees of Inishirin, just because that dialect, that type of language, rhythm. the rhythm, like it brings me back to the Coen brothers, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, which I think is one of the best screenplays ever written. Like that is so difficult to write kind of that old timey language and make it funny. And with the Banshees of Inishir and you have that dark humor and it's a depressing movie, but it's also, you know, funny and just like the flow of it, like Preston said, it's, I think, I don't think there's anything like it. 
What do y'all think? Susan made a pretty, me and Susan were talking about it offline and, and I was on the Banshee side, but she did bring up everything everywhere all at once. And just to think that thing up is yeah. like insanity. It, um, it so I, I'd be okay with that one too. It has to go to that for me. Um, I was disappointed that like movies like The Menu or Bodies, Bodies, Bodies or Vengeance, like those movies weren't on there because this is my favorite category. And typically we have those, those films stand a chance because they're so unique. However, everything everywhere, everything everywhere was really good. So I, I mean, that was such a great screenplay. So I will be voting for that. It, it it was, but you bring up the great point of bodies, bodies, bodies. And if bodies, bodies, bodies was going to be nominated for anything, it should have been original screenplay. It, I mm-hmm. mean, it's so great that screenplay, yeah. and I wish it was in here. Um, Matt, what do you think? What do you think about original screenplay? I know you like this category. Um, you know, I do, and it's and I'm actually excited that Tar is on there because my original nominations were Tar and the Fablemans. And I think Banshees as well. Those three were my original screen. So I'm actually surprised that Tar is on there. I thought I was going to be the only one that actually nominated that. Um, I, I don't know. This is one of those things where you do, I have to separate the film from the writing. And it's like Preston and Susan just said, being creative enough to come up with everything everywhere all at once, regardless of what I think of the movie, the fact that somebody, this came out of somebody's brain as an original script, I think, I think you had kind of have to go that way. Right, right. I think so too. Um, anybody can write about two friends breaking up and having arguments at a bar. I mean, right. Yeah, but not the way Martin McDonough did. <laughs> you can't know with that musicality. You can't. Yeah, but I, but I think Martin has done better. I, th- I liked the script for Three Billboards and In Bruges. I think better than I did Banshees. When's the last yeah. time you watched In Bruges? Because uh, I, I had this argument with a friend recently where I said that it's been a it, while, but I bo- watched both. it several times when it came out. Both in Bruges and Banshees, like they're both, you know, like spiritual, they have a spiritual connection outside of just them having the two main actors in it. But in Bruges was really good at the time that it came out, especially at the time, the age that I was when it came out, because it's such a mean movie in retrospect, (laughs) like they're they're And then this one, it has more of a heart to it. Like people are trying to be good despite uh like who they are and so I, I feel like there's more maturity to it um so there's that but i just think there's a, a certain rhythm with like the way that they say f-e-c-k and um certain curse words or the way they're like what what are you doing it, it, there's just like a bounce like it's like a ping pong match and so i i just i couldn't even write something like that i would write in complete sentences and he writes in like these like amazing fractions that are really awesome but also have to take in the the entire context of the story and there were things that happened in this story that i thought were ludicrous and i didn't like some of the things the characters did and decisions they made i'm like that doesn't make any sense to me so i have to Mm -hmm. take that in consideration as well there were things about the script and the story that i thought was not very plausible Interesting. Was there any snub for a screenplay that y'all wanted to see more in here? So, I mean, yeah. Susan said it, the menu. I, like, I, the, I do yeah. not think After Sun should be on there at all. I don't know I why people are loving that movie. It may, that Some people are saying that's the best movie of the year. They're top one on their top of the year list. 
And I just think that is the biggest snooze of a movie that has mm -hmm. a really awesome ending shot, but that's it. Yeah. The menu is like the, my biggest one. Cause that was like, I just can't believe the menu's not on here. That was so, so good. It was menu's awesome. I, I yeah. I'm shocked that that's not on there either. Uh, but we didn't I've, give it anything, nothing. How did the menu get completely snubbed from our show? Uh, maybe because we got it so late. We yeah. I think we got it the same week our ballots were due, right? Mm, I don't know. I actually can't remember because I watched it pretty soon. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Interesting. But I agree. I agree that it should be on there several times. All right. On to Bill. <laughs> yeah, here, here we go. On, on to on to best director, which we have. It's a it's a, a very it's, it's, it's not a, on there. It's a, yeah. <laughs> everybody got it. Every, every, everybody gets an award, Oprah yeah. style, basically. Yeah, what Matt said was perfect on the thread. You get a nomination. You get a nomination. Yeah, right. Yeah. So let let's start out. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll start out with Matt. This is the category everybody was shocked with. There are, are nine or ten nominations for best director. Did we need this? Should is this a thing going forward? Is this a thing just to have a diversity element to it or to bring more people? Like what or are we just happy that everybody gets a nomination, basically? No, I think you're right on all of those. They wanted to in the light of we're still trying to overshadow the Golden Globes and, and prove something. Uh, so I think there is a lot to say about they wanted diversity, they wanted inclusion, they wanted, um, and that's 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 with everything, humanity, movies, type of film, all of that. Um, so my concern is that with this many categories and everybody voting, everybody's going to vote for their favorite film, and it's going to be like the winner's going to have like three votes. And so you're going to have some random like Todd Field's going to win for Tar because everybody else right. canceled everything out, and you're going to mm -hmm. end up with a going wow, that's wild that he won, but everybody's going to be so split because there's so many nominations. Um, I would like to see. I mean, I don't know either Damien or Stephen win. Any anybody? Susan thoughts. Um, well, this is, like I said, this is one that I just, I, I have to say, I, I love Boz Lerman. I don't know how Elvis was nominated for Best <laughs> yeah. Director. Same. I would definitely, I would definitely take out Todd Field for Tar, just in comparison to everybody. Those are two that would be an easy removal there. I don't mm -hmm. really even think the Banshees, in comparison to what the other people did with their film, I guess I can't fairly say anything about RRR. Um, I was so happy to see Sarah Polly and Gina Prince in there. Uh, especially, I love The Woman King. I thought that was an incredible film. If she won, that'd be awesome. Uh, but I also, again, I go back to everything everywhere all at once. It's mm -hmm. kind of hard not to pick that movie because what those directors did with that film was incredible. So it's, right. I'm probably, uh, probably torn between everything and The Woman King, but I'm probably going to go with everything just because that was, what a spectacle i don't even know what to call it it was just mind-blowing mind-blowing is yeah. a good word for it agreed a year of chaos so it's got to be everything everywhere in babylon like just oh yeah both of those are probably really really hard to direct yeah I, I would go rrr was probably very difficult to direct too because that movie is insane but yeah everything everywhere all at once is 
I feel like the top contender. And again, the Batman not being in here or even Top Gun is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Um, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. So uh it, I I yeah, again, I don't I do why Elvis? I feel like Morbius was better directed than Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that first opening scene with him in the pink suit was really well done. And but yeah, it's kind of like a, a bit of a mess, a fun mess, an entertaining mess. Uh, for Todd Field, like the fact that he's in here, like I can't put him in there because he put the first twenty-five minutes of that movie in there, uh, yeah. and <laughs> it didn't need to be the first twenty-five minutes, right? And fine. you know what? I'm the only way I would be excited, or reason I would be excited for Todd Field to win because it's the a direct relationship to eyes wide shut so i i mean the eyes wide shut fan in me would be very excited if he won but that would be the only reason and all this talk and you realize james cameron's going to win no he better not he better not no i'm just telling you i I, I will saying it's going to be so split i think i think it's going to be Everybody's going to have a different number one, and everybody's going to have him for number two or three, and he's going to he's going to find a way to uh, pull. It I off. will lift. I will. I will char Charlie McDennis the table over, for sure. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just predicting. That's not what I want. But I, I, just, I just have a. I just have a sick feeling. Uh, uh, I really hope. I'm. I'm hoping the the Daniels take it. Yeah, I feel like if James Cameron shows up to the awards, he is winning. So <laughs> if I, I think, you see him, he he didn't win against his wife. I don't think did he? Mm-mm. No, he did. Or didn't. his ex-wife? No, yeah, no. Bigelow he lost took it. Bigelow, yeah. So, yeah. so here, go get in your hurt locker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best director. Okay, best acting ensemble again. Jackass four not in here. I'm very upset about it, but. I can move on from it. Best acting ensemble, always a fun one. Uh, what 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 do you think, Matt? Best acting ensemble. You know, this is a tough one because everybody did mm-hmm. so well together. I love yeah. the chemistry in Glass Onion, the kind of dance they all did. Uh, the Woman King was great. Women talking again, like Preston brought out. It is a Twelve Angry Men where you just put this ensemble of strong women in there and they play off of each other. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is this is a toss up. It's tough. to me, it's the bread of the sandwich. So the <clears throat> banshees and women talking for me. Really, banshees? Okay, I, I'm mm. I'm torn between. I mean, they're they're all gonna get probably nominated <clears throat> for Oscars going forward. So I I think it's quite possible. Like the ensemble of that, which is like you got two supporting actors, you got your actor, you got supporting actress. So they're all going to get in there. Um, well, I'm very torn between Glass Onion and Women Talking. Um, those are because, yeah, it was almost they're so in sync with each other. Like, I don't know. This might be the one where I might. I don't know. Glass Onion was really like that was the when I was watching it, I was like, what a great ensemble cast. Right. And it's and it's and it's the most fun choice, but don't sleep on everything everywhere all at once for this no. uh, ensemble. Like that everybody pulling out different characters for the most part is pretty amazing. Yeah. This is a tough one. This is probably one of the tough. toughest categories. I don't think there's anyone in here that I would necessarily say. I mean, I actually think Banshees is the weakest of them. 
in this for me. Because there's only like basically like four people to really choose from there. I mean, there's like very small characters in there, but yeah, I would. I mean, I Banshee's acting is amazing. Uh, Yeah, like it's it's amazing separated. Like each of them do an amazing job on their own, but to me, acting ensemble is how they work with each other. Right. Right. And and Banshee's is an individual. I think every one of them deserve every individual nomination they've gotten. But I think Mm -hmm. for an ensemble, you need the the group effort of yeah. being in the same room at the same time all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd push against that a little bit. How are you pushing? Well, I hope you would. <laughs> How you well, pushing? It's just it, as an ensemble, I just see it, it's just like what all they do collect. They don't have to be in the same room. It's just like what they do collectively to make to sell that whole piece. And so if if they're if it's like one plus two equals three like they're all doing their part to make that happen and so i i don't think they need to be in the same room it's more it might be more effective and like women talking i would say that one's the one to win for me just because there are so many that's a huge cast and they each get a moment to really shine in the way that they argue with each other with like somebody makes up a really good, like it's just like a argument at a dinner table where like somebody brings up a really good point. They bring up a good point. It's like nothing's no stones left unturned. So uh, that, that would be my pick. So I guess in lo- uh, it does kind of go with what Matt's saying, but I still think that if everybody's doing their part and uh, it, it, it still counts as an ensemble work for me. All right. All right. Acting ensemble. Moving on to another fun one. Best young actor, actress. I feel like the two big ones are Gabriel LaBelle for Fablemans, playing a young Spielberg, and Sadie Sink for The Whale, but I could be wrong. These are the two that stood yeah. out for me. That's, really, that's 100% yep. those two. It's between those. Uh, I might actually have to pick Gabriel, though, because I just think he carried that film a little bit more than Sadie did in The Whale. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's incredible. So it's interesting. That's a great, great comment, Susan, just because The Whale is all about Brendan Fraser, but with him being in there and like him being such a force and a presence, Sadie and even uh chow and um uh, what's his name iron man three uh kid they all made just as big of impact but sadie really like did that Uh, like each i still like oh think about her constantly in the film uh but then gabriel just perfectly executing everything in that movie i don't know so preston matt what do you think go ahead preston no, I, I'm the exact same, but uh, yeah, I think I would have to pick Gabriel too. Yeah, well, I, I was going to pick Jenna Ortega for X because she was under 21 when she made that movie, but <laughs> yes. she wasn't eligible, so I can't vote for her, which is a, sickening to me. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to have to go coming in. I love that. I think, I think Gabriel, because like Susan said, I think he had the weight of this film was on his shoulder seeing every scene. I mean, we had Sadie had Brendan to, to rely on. And I think Gabriel a lot of times had no one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't know him. I mean, I didn't know him before this film. So, and he was, yeah. uh, I'm not going to forget him now. So. 
No, for sure. No, no. I had no idea who he was. I mean, we all know who Sadie was. Yeah. So, uh, but both great. So yeah, I think yes. it's those two. I think it's the those two for sure. Um, all right. So moving on to supporting actress, um, we've got uh, kind of a a good world heavyweight championship match between two from the same people, which will be very difficult. I have no idea why Angela Bassett's in here at all. Um, she's really good in that. She she, she delivers good. some speeches that courtroom in that scene, film, man. Yes, good. and she, even the final was, conversations. Yeah, she was. Angela she Bassett it out. was the best part of Wakanda Forever. Really? Mm -hmm. yeah. I see. I like Janelle so much so that I wanted the whole movie to be about her. I thought I, I didn't know what to expect. I thought the beginning. I was like, oh man, we're gonna get a focus on her. That would have been really cool. I agree. All right. I Maybe I have to watch it again. Like I've seen it, is it two or three times now? Uh, no, no, wait. I've seen it twice. And uh, I don't have time for this double dipping yeah. that you're doing, Brian. What do you do I got, all day? I, I, I watch movies, Matthew. I got other movies I gotta watch. I still have a pile of the screeners I'm still trying to squeeze in there. I'm telling yeah. you, stuff's always on. Uh, but this is a very difficult category, I think, because Janelle Monet coming in playing two different characters. Mm -hmm. Then you have Jamie and Stephanie. You have Carrie Condon and Banshees, who, you know, is just as great as Colin um, and uh, Gleason. Brendan. Yeah. And so I, I'm so happy that Jesse Buckley's in there. I think right. she was like the best performance out of that entire movie. So is this one of those categories, Matt, where it's just like anybody who wins, we are excited for? For me, it is. Yeah, I can't think of anybody I would turn a table over for if they won. Um, it's, it's Jamie Lee Curtis for me. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, if I had to weed one out only because there you have two people from the same film, she would be she would be the one out to get it down to five. But of the of the rest of them, I, I, I think there's valid Susan arguments a... for all. Yeah. Susan and I have a replacement, a very Correct. strong replacement. And, I'm, and I think uh, uh, Brian yeah. would agree since he's seen it so many yeah. times. Uh, yeah. Hong Chow very... for for the whale. Like, I she can't was... believe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's who, that's who I nominated. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, that was on my nomination list. Hong that's Chow, right. both in the menu and in yeah. the whale. But for the whale... Her, she is so damn realistic in that movie and her emotions are so raw and mm -hmm. you can tell in that movie that fine line of like she hates this man for what he's become but she also has such a deep Loves love him. for him so much yeah. and it's so good how was she not nominated how was she not nominated it's, that's a good it's point it's a crime it's a crime that yeah. she was not nominated and some other people i mean I just Jamie Lee Curtis would be my swap for her for easily. Mm -hmm. Not that I mean Jamie Lee Curtis was good. Of course she's a great actress, but what if you compare the roles, the performance? Yeah. How Hong yeah. was my number one when I submitted. She was it. my number and one. I and then somebody I put I, I didn't have time to put them for the CCA, but I did vote for them for the Dallas one. Was I finally got around to seeing a man called Otto, and mm -hmm. I think her name is Maria. I can't remember Trevino or something. She anyway. was good. She she was up there for me. Her uh, she was one of my picks for best supporting. I thought she did an amazing job. She was good, but she still I don't think she could. I think Hong was even better. Oh though. yeah, no, agree, agree. 
No, yeah. Uh, so I'm curious on where this would go. I mean, if Hong was nominated here, she'd get my vote. But she'd get my vote. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. Best supporting actress. Let's move on to best supporting actor and the. Wait. So did anybody like pick somebody from this category? I, I can't. You can't pick. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> I pick mean, I, I, It is very tough. I mean, I, I think it's Angela be... Bassett. Yeah. For me, I think it would be either between Janelle, Stephanie, or um, or Carrie. Okay. Yeah, I would like to see Janelle win. I'd be happy for Janelle. I'd be happy for Janelle for sure. Or Jesse. I really did like Jesse Buckley too. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's do best supporting actor, um, which the person inside me wants Ki Hugh Kwan to win. Like, I just want that guy to win. I just. All the way, I want him up there. But I, Judd Hirsch and Fableman's like one of the best parts of the movie was him. He was so great in that role. I mean, if I wanted to give, I mean, such a small scene of the guy who played uh, John Ford in the movie. I mean, he uh, <laughs> that he, was fantastic. He, he only has like a couple lines of dialogue, but it, ha- having him win an acting uh, award would be a great, but. With Kihu Kwan, I just oh my god, he's so good. Uh, and Judd Hirsch is so good. Brendan Gleeson is so good. Um, where do you go? I don't think. I mean, Paul Dano was great in this, but I also think he was better in uh, the Batman. The Batman. Yeah, the he was way better in Batman. He actually should have been nominated for his role in Batman. That, that was right. Uh, Barry Keegan is great in Banshees, and Brian uh, Tyree Henry is good in Causeway. But I just think it's Key Hugh Kwan, Judd Hirsch, or Brendan Gleeson here. Uh, but Brendan Gleeson seems more like a best actor person, but I don't know. No, yeah. Key Hugh Kwan. You can say short round down. too. Short round data. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, he's my pick, hands down. He was my number one when I submitted this, and he's still going to stay that way. Matt? I don't know. Again, that's tough, too. <laughs> I, I, I love Paul Dano. I've loved him, and I always make sure that I vote for him because I, I think he is what probably one of the most underappreciated, not maybe from our circles, but in the world, as far as talent and actor and depth that he can just bring. But I, I don't know. I mean... Barry Nobody can squeal like him. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would never. I would never. I would sleep with one eye open around Barry. He wigs me out, man. He is. He's kind of. He kind is of creepy. He, uh, oh yeah, my god! Just, yeah, and he's the Joker. He does. Yes. I know. He's the Joker, the Joker too. No, he uh, is creepy. He's so. Yeah. He's. He freaks me out. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I think. I think I would. As much as I was frustrated with his character, I would have to go with Brendan. All right, Brendan. Brendan, that's a interesting. No key. I'm, I'm going Key Hugh Kwan all the way. I'm Key Key, and then and, and then Matt going with Brendan. All right, good for you, buddy. Go- <laughs> <laughs> you gotta realize I'm the only one in the room that did not like everything everywhere all at once. I know he did not like it, so I barely got through it. Well, so- you know what my pick for this one is. Yeah, best actress right here. Uh, is it Michelle? You. Is it Michelle Williams, Margot Robbie, Danielle Deadweiler, Viola Davis, or Kate Blanchett? Viola. I really think it has Viola. to go to Michelle Yu. I really think. Am I pronouncing that right? Or is it Michelle Yu? I thought Yo. it was Michelle Yu. Michelle Yu. Michelle Yu. Michelle Yu. 
So Michelle Yeoh, I it has I, it with who's nominated. It's Michelle Yeoh for me for sure. She's my pick, but I think Kate's gonna get it. Ugh, Michelle Yeoh all the way for me. That's what I'm voting for. Although I would be thrilled for Michelle Williams or Margot Robbie as well, but I think Michelle Yeoh. That's who I'm voting for. So I was trying to remember who I talked with. Uh, about this but they thought michelle williams performance in the fablemans was not great at all and i was like really i was like i really like she's her. my top i i talked to somebody who thought it was really bad they thought that she overacted or something but i i then i realized i was like i think that's how steven spielberg's mom was she was an artist she was a performer and she was over dramatic. over the top over the top yes. yeah so that's she just played the character how she was mm-hmm. and I mean, I felt her like depths and like emotion throughout that whole movie, but I I still think again what Michelle Yao did in that film was insane. <laughs> so yeah, so good. I can't, I can't not vote for her. Preston, Michelle Yao. Yeah, uh, yeah. I and, and Matt, but but I, I would also <laughs> I I think Kate's also very good. Um, so. I wouldn't I wouldn't be too terribly upset, but I would want Michelle to win. Yo. Right. Me too. Matt. The only thing that knocks Kate off the list for me is the the scenes where she's actually directing. It was very awkward to me. She's good everywhere but on the platform. I I think she wasn't I don't know what she was trying to do and if it was bad directing, but that's that's the moments that for Kate that are the least believable for me were the actual directing moments. So she's off the list. I I would love Margot Robbie to win, but Michelle Williams is probably my favorite between Margot and Michelle Williams. All right, all right. Well, we'll we'll find out. All right, moving on to Best Actor, uh, Austin. <laughs> really? No, I am shocked. Tom Cruise is on here. I mean, I think he was good in there, but was are he you best? They want actor? him at the show. They want him at the show. Right, right, yeah. right. I mean, so that begs the question, do we even bring it up? Like, did anybody really vote for him for best actor or they just like, go ask everybody? No, they did not. No, nobody put that name on their list because like he does have a little emotional weight to him in the film. But like, it's not he would he wouldn't even be top 10. But after everything is said and done. This is Brennan Fraser's year, right? Like he's uh, oh. bringing home the gold, uh, yes. right? It has I don't to know be. how it's not him. That is uh, like, oh, but yeah, people are talking a lot about Colin Farrell and Austin Butler, so it's going to come down yeah. between them three. And Bill Nye, I don't know, my... he's popped up in some other critics, uh, critical, uh, like the individual cities. That was like, like one in like New York or something. I can't remember. He was that was not even his best performance in Living. It was he was good. <laughs> but not enough to win yeah. Best Actor. But, like, w- with these movies, like, I still see actors in most of these roles, minus Brendan Fraser. Maybe a little Colin Farrell, I see his character, but Brendan Fraser, I don't see Brendan Fraser in that movie. I see oh. that character, Charlie, in that mm-hmm. movie. That's I who mean, I see. Yeah, Same with Austin Butler, though. I think Austin yeah, Butler absolutely transformed into Elvis. He's unrecognizable to me. If you mm-hmm. if you see that kid who's like on whatever he was on Nickelodeon or whatever he was on, he's gone. He's he's Elvis. So okay, but I I mean I'm voting for Brendan Fraser. I think that's 
he took it to another level in his yep, performance. Yep. Do you think uh, Ralph Fiennes deserved one for the menu for Best Actor? More than Bill Nye. Okay. That's for sure. Yeah. More than Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> that too. That too. All right. Any other snubs for Best Actor? Um, no. I even, even as much as I loved A Man Called Otto, I don't know if Tom Hanks beats out. Well, I, I don't know. I would replace Bill Nye with Tom Hanks. Oh, sure. For Man Called top Otto. Three. Yeah, Tom Cruise. I don't understand it, but now I do. <laughs> they want him <laughs> there. They want him there. All right. So we're happy if Brendan Fraser or Austin Butler get it or Colin Farrell. Yeah. I'm. I, if, oh, if anybody no, but I'm Brendan gets Brendan. it, I'm not going to be happy. I honestly, I, it'll be an upset if Brendan doesn't get yeah. it. Yeah. Brendan yeah. needs it. Brendan needs it. Oh my yeah. goodness. All right. He deserves it. Yeah, deserves, hands down. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Best picture in all 57 nominations. <laughs> what do we want for best picture? I mean, Top Gun Maverick is pretty damn good overall for all categories, I think, for being best picture. I mean, I would be very happy if that won. And it would be so different and out of the norm to pick it. But going into Top Gun 2, and you're thinking, okay, Top Gun 2 is going to be just a fun ride. But then it exceeded every expectation on every level. It's got good acting. It's got good cinematography, film, script. Like It's good up and down. I would be happy if it won Best Picture. I don't know. What do y'all? What do y'all think? Do y'all think that that's a really dumb thought, or do y'all think that that you would be happy if you saw it won? Who's uh, okay. yeah, Susan? I'll, I'll yeah, go. go first. Yeah. Go first. Yeah, I uh, completely agree with Brian. Like, like to a T, my vote is Top Gun, and I agree with everything you just said. All right, Math Matthew, please. Yeah, um, I would. Babylon was probably the the best picture, but Top Gun Maverick did so much right. It and it also made us love going to the theater again when we had been separated for for several years because of pandemic. It made it fun in the theater again. And Tom Cruise's decision to not release it in the pandemic when he kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off because he was smart enough to know. When people see this on the big screen, the way it's supposed to, it's going to blow their minds. And people I know who never go to the movies went two and three times to see this. I don't, I don't know how you argue against Top Gun Maverick. All right, Preston, tip that scale for us if you, if you dare. Uh, I would not be upset if Top Gun Maverick won Best Picture, but uh, if I had to pick... Matt, it warms my heart that you just love Babylon so much. So I would not be upset with that one either. Um, but if I had to pick one, I think I would say everything everywhere all at once. Which could win. Definitely Do you think win. it's that it's the year for everything everywhere all at once? Like you could see it sweeping even Oscars and Critics Choice and other like even indie spirits. Yeah, I hope so. I'm hopeful for it because I want something that just doesn't feel like a safe choice. I want something that's just wild. That's why I like Babylon. It's like such an edgy movie in comparison to La La Land. Like I can't even believe like Damien made both of those movies where you have like somebody described it as like the Furious B-side 
of La La Land, but it's like mm-hmm. the underbelly of it. So it, uh, I, I would be, I would be happy if something that's not like nothing against Green Book, nothing against Coda. Like they're all very like you know safe choices in my eyes, and I think Fablemans kind of fits within that. As much as I love Spielberg and his films, but it's just I, I want them to take some some chances. And, and I think the Fablemans has a shot only only for the fact that it is Spielberg and it's about Hollywood and mm-hmm. making movies. And they love that. But I don't think it should win Best Picture by any means. I really mm-hmm. do believe everything everywhere all at once and uh, Top Gun really deserve it because you're getting into this it now you people can see if this wins best picture if this wins best picture at the oscar people are starting to see like no like a sci-fi or a big action spectacle can actually be amazing and not just a money grab summer blockbuster with an explosion there's meat to it there's heft to it right yeah 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 the only thing that's kind of odd about it is that uh like you, it's kind of like Argo all over again. You don't have Ben Affleck as best director in there. You don't have the best director directing the best movie of the year. So, oh, I it's don't know. right, right. Are we surprised not to see more nominations for something like The Whale? Like The Whale's not in Best Picture. It's not in director. It's not, we're, we're not seeing the whale a whole lot or even uh, the menu. Like, cause I think the menu is expertly directed as well. So, or even press and I, one of our favorites bones and all, I just, you know, it's, there's a lot to like about those movies that we don't see. And I feel like, why didn't we give, you know, 13 lucky number 13 nominations? I don't know. Well, it's like we said, we talked about when we were talking about best director, there's at least three names on there that shouldn't even be there. So we could probably weed down best director and replace them with people who directed some of the better films of the year. Okay. I think there's an argument for that. All right. All right. So out of everything, we'll start with Matt. If there's one movie this year, you want to win all the awards, which movie is it? I can only pick one movie to win. Only one movie. All uh, everything. Babylon. Babylon. Preston. Mm, My heart's in that area, but I think I'm going to go everything everywhere. Okay. And Susan? Well, I feel bad because Top Gun doesn't have as many nominations, right? Like to be able to say. Oh, no, it doesn't have to mean nominations. It just means what movie they really want. Yeah. If they were nominated, what movie do you want to see win everything? Oh, then it yeah, it'd be Top Gun. But really, really would love that with everything everywhere. I would agree. Everything everywhere, I would not be upset with. I, and I, I really love Babylon too. So, but yeah. All right, all right. Uh, and I guess mine. Oh my goodness, you got it, it. It's and it's a toss up. It's it's toss up between it's Top Avatar. Gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Preston. <laughs> uh, it's a toss up between Top Gun and the Whale, but I'm leaning towards the Whale. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's it's what it is. So yes, uh, that's our that's our awards nomination podcast. We are going to be back talking about uh, winners and what we're thinking, and then of course when Oscars are going to be nominated, we'll be back for that. Uh, before we leave, I just I just want to bring it up just because I think it's an interesting question. 
because we're talking about all these movies we love and stuff like that. Was there a movie this year that you were looking forward to so much that just disappointed you the yes. most? What is it? I really thought I would be talking more about Armageddon time. I really oh. thought from the trailer and from the premise of that show that it was going to be better than it was. I thought we were going to be talking and Hathaway. We we're going to be talking script. We we're going to be talking cinematography nothing that was the most disappointing film of the year for me interesting what what made you want to see that movie so much besides just like the setup was it like is it just everything about it yeah the trailer made it seem like it was going to be this poignant story of of immigrants fighting racism in, a, in america and then it opened up and it was in the 1980s i was like what? i was in the 80s this, it, it totally took it out of the moment it felt like from the trailer from everything that I had seen and that it was going to be earlier in the history of America. And I just thought it was going to, it had the the opportunity to go so much deeper and prove a, a stronger point. And other than a few conversations, I didn't like the characters or anything. So yeah, I was very disappointed. Okay. All right. Preston. Um, probably I have a few. Empire of Light. I was really excited about that one just because of coming off in 1917 and, and that Sam Mendes was doing a movie about movies to some degree and he had Olivia Coleman in there and it was just like such a very unsubtle movie that wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to be and it was just like okay, it was just felt like we're coasting along. Another one was Blonde. I was really excited about that one um, <clears throat> and I think I liked it probably the most out of everyone here, but, and yeah. I really like Ana de Armas a lot, but um, it was just such a, that one was a little too wild for me. Like it just felt like it was falling off the, the hinges a, a little bit. Um, so it was a probably, mean probably movie. It was a mean yeah, it movie. It was a mean movie. Susan. I would really agree with Blonde actually, that that was probably my worst uh, movie watching experience this year because I, I felt like I needed a shower. I felt like angry as I was watching mm -hmm. it. I felt like men should not have made that movie. Uh, it was just, it was very poorly done. I don't, I don't think they under, it was just, if I heard her say daddy one more time, I was going to lose my mind. Yeah. It was just awful. Mean is a really good word for it. But if I want to throw in the movie that probably disappointed me the most, that I was so excited about that I thought was going to be great. I actually think it was Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. I love yeah. Thor Love and Thunder. I loved it. It, was, it had its funny parts. It had its funny parts. But you go from Ragnarok to that. Yep. I agree. I don't need I don't need a rewatch Love and Thunder. I'll watch Ragnarok again. Yeah. Okay. And I tried to watch Love and Thunder and I I find myself getting distracted. But I can watch Ragnarok all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I see you. I see you three. Uh, the one the two, there, there's two movies that disappointed me the most that I was looking forward to seeing that disappointed me the most. And that one, the first one was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. I was really looking forward to that movie. And oh, man, how disappointed I was. And then the 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 one equal to that was Jurassic World Dominion. I was looking forward to that movie so much. And I hated it <laughs> i did i was i was so disappointed in it uh and i yes i'm i'm sorry matthew and preston 
<laughs> I I've watched crying. that movie. I've watched that movie more than you've watched The Whale. <laughs> Why? I'm sorry, Matt. You Brings me to tears every time. It's two Oops. two of my two parts of my life coming together: the old and the new. And oh God, uh, Matt. Malcolm. The only thing that would bring me to tears is that the movie was made. That's what. <laughs> yes, Susan. Where's the knockout you know, blow? The button? Where's the <laughs> button on this thing? <laughs> but like, like, I don't get... not... oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I don't get emotional about that movie, but I do. I do enjoy it, Matt. So I, I'm with you. Are you, and, and I'm, I'm not saying like they're not the worst movies of the year. I'm just saying they're the most disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah, I didn't were have dis- any expectations for Jurassic. Uh, I just didn't like any of the other Jurassic World movies. That I was like, anything goes at this point. And then I was like, it was wild. Like there's some things happening in that movie that I didn't anticipate. And I was like, all right it's very ambitious go for it and i was like okay let's make a whole movie about crickets and so i'm gonna throw whatever and i'm gonna throw this in there for most disappointing that maybe people thought this movie was gonna be amazing and then it wasn't but don't worry darling Mm. oh i liked it i liked don't worry darling she should be nominated in fact i got a cinematography vote for that one that was on my list okay i thought it was a great production design it was a pretty film Okay. All right. There you go. Mid-century modern stuff. Man, I want to live in that house. That was good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Uh, Brian, before you close out, I really, just because we haven't mentioned it at all, like, I'm very, very disappointed that the Northman hasn't been recognized for anything. Right. Like, that movie's so good. So... The Northman made my top ten movies of the year because, again... The script, the acting, especially with directing, directing, cinematography, costumes, visual effects like that movie has it all. And for the fact that it went unnoticed for everything, The Northman is mind boggling to me. Not me. Not me. It was okay. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I know Susan uh, wishes that Vengeance was in there somewhere. Probably oh. screenwriting. I do too. I, I really thought it would get screenwriting. Vengeance. I really can't believe it didn't even get screenwriting. That script was just... Do you think people so... just forgot about it? Yes. yes. I don't believe so. It just didn't seem like they promoted it, it at they, all. They should have sent... I don't think they sent us even like a DVD screener. I think they should no. have sent something. Like if they would have just sent like a little something just to remind people about it i think yeah that was a brilliant yeah. screenplay and if you like, look through like variety and all the trade magazines there's nothing about vengeance they're not they're not promoting it at all for awards. yeah that's that's there's a lack not. of marketing right there yeah which is crazy yeah i believe vengeance should be in there as well as northman it is it, it'll be interesting to see if vengeance or northman come up for oscars will be so we got well, I'm time. surprised Northman didn't get best comedy at the Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> or musical. Right? Yeah. Right? Uh, crazy. So, yeah, Critics' Choice Awards nominations there for you. We went through them. Uh, it's so much fun talking with you about all of these movies. Whether we disagree or agree, uh, it's always fun being with you, Matt, Preston, Susan. You can find them all on Instagram and Twitter in their respective uh, websites. 
they're all amazing. Uh, and we will be back with award season is here for the next few months. So we will be back talking about all of our things, uh, TV wise, movie wise and all that good stuff. Right. Is there any, any last remarks, questions, queries? My favorite time of the year. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We love you. Thanks for being here. Happy holidays. Beep. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Awesome. That was fun, guys.